Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Make sure you get that least out, list out, B, when we do the draft talk. Cause that, oh, yeah, and uh, we'll have a microphone here so you can... Uh, yeah, because you're going to chime in on this list. This is going to be it. What draft list? Yeah. I mean, the list that he just talked about, we're going to talk about when we start talking about the draft. All right. See when I now. All right, you ready? You seen that? Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah, I saw that earlier. Yeah, let's talk about that. Cause we got a lot to talk about. All right, you quiet, see that? Quiet on the set. Huh? I'll make that train in a heartbeat. If you was a Toronto? Yeah. You're getting rid of people that ain't going to be over there anyway, so I'll holler at y'all later. Yeah. It probably happened at the deadline. There's going to be a signing trade must be because uh, they're, they're trying to get rid of Siakam too, huh? Yeah. Clippers. Warriors and team to look out for Siakam. You look out for everybody when come to Warriors. Hey, Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill just called me and said, Steph, said put the call in the box tell about Myers. Yeah. They don't do that. They lost their mind. Good evening. Good evening. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. Bye, Wiggins. The number one sports podcast in the world is online. It's time for sports for you. Live on Facebook and YouTube. I'm John. That's Mark. What up, buddy? Nick Free. What it do? What it do? Being ready to super producer himself. Yes, that's me. And of course, Black Muscle in the building, Townhouse Media family, being Finn in the house. It's going to be. He's going to chime in when we do our draft NBA talk segment in a little bit. It's me, B-Fan. Shout out to B-Fan. Happy belated birthday to you also last week, brother. Happy belated birthday, B-Fan. Welcome to the 30 Club. Again, make sure you hit that like button on Facebook, that share button on, on YouTube. And if you're listening, Spotify, Apple, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Pod, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and Verbal. Lots to get into. But before we get into all the sports talk, this is a celebration today. We're not the only team. The Bucks aren't the only ones celebrating. The Milwaukee Bucks aren't the only people celebrating. All our mini Olympians are the only ones celebrating. We're celebrating here at Sports for You today because today is my man Nick Freeze's birthday. Yay! Happy thirtieth birthday, one Nick Freeze. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Shout out to everyone who dropped some love for my brother in the comments today on social Most media. Definitely appreciate it. We're going to celebrate tonight. We're going to talk a lot of sports. We're going to get into, obviously, it is a busy week in sports. Draft. MLB trade deadline. Free agency is next week. Training camps are open now. It is a lot to talk about. What's what that, B? Oh, uh, we have access to the uh, uh, Los Angeles Chargers uh, training camp. So, um, <coughs> we have to pick a day for uh, sports for you to we going up there. It's, uh, it's, y'all know it's during the week, so yes. whenever y'all want to uh, make that happen, just let me know. We will. We will. So let's get into it. Um, Not to talk about. Let's start off with um the the number one story in all sports. There's something going on in Tokyo right now. There's um, some little event. It's called the Olympics. Hmm. By the way, USA is winning in the medal count right now. I think it's damn then it's... I think it's Japan second. But the the story of the day is obviously involving probably the greatest Olympian of all time. And that is one Miss Naomi Osaka. I'm not sorry. Simone Biles. South Osaka. She's actually was a, was in the Olympics. She lit the torch for the Olympics, obviously, 
for for our native country, Japan. She was eliminated yesterday in the third round of the of the tennis tournament in the Olympics. But Simone Biles, wow, those stats, that's crazy. But Simone Biles, arguably the greatest Olympian gymnast, not just in the United States, but in the world. Um, She's been the story of the, of the day. As Team USA was getting ready to compete for the gold medal as a team, she did not compete, and everyone was wondering, oh, boy, what is going on? Shout out to everyone in the comments. I see my Uncle Kev wish Nick Freeze happy. Everyone's wishing Nick Freeze happy birthday. Appreciate it, everybody. Most definitely. Um, so, Simone Biles did not compete this morning as Team USA competed for the gold and team gymnastics. And we thought it was an injury. She came out. She had an ice pack on her ankle. So, it was like, oh, boy, this isn't good. Because she's going to compete for five gold medals in the next 24 hours. Well, she addressed the media that's assembled in Tokyo, and she says she was dealing with a lot of anxiety competing. I want to say, good for you. Good for you. And obviously, she's taking a lot of heat because everyone's saying, well, why didn't you have anxiety when for one of your events? I mean, you look like you look selfish. Well, you, well dealing with people who I know have mental health issues – <clears throat> there is no timetable for when someone's going to have an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's criticizing Naomi Osaka, I'm sorry, I keep saying like Simone Biles. I don't know, you know why Naomi Osaka's my, name keeps coming to my mind? Because we just talked about this with her about a month ago. That's why she didn't compete at the French Open, mm-hmm. didn't compete at Wimbledon. And she admitted that that break would, gave her the peace to actually compete in the Olympics. But Simone Biles has been getting a lot of criticism because some people think she's being selfish. Now, if she competes tomorrow for her in the solo um, events, everyone's which we don't know yet, by the way. So when we not we shouldn't jump to conclusions that she looks selfish. I don't think she looks selfish. She's when you are twenty four, <clears throat> arguably the greatest at what you do. That is not an easy task for anybody, especially a young black girl from Houston, Texas, who is put this country, this sport, and this country on her back to compete on the highest stage. And she has excelled at it every time since a kid. But now because she decided, you know what, I need to focus on me. Everyone wanna look like she look at her like she's the villain. Birthday boy, I'll start with you. <clears throat> um, I think people need to, um, when they address these athletes and it comes to these uh, mental health issues, they need to remember that, you know, there's more stuff going on than just sports for these people. You know, even though um, these people work hard to make your um, three, three possibly four hours a day of them watching them is, um, is a pleasant um, experience. And, you know, a lot of that stuff is rough. And especially when you're very good at what you do, and when you're um, <clears throat> as good as she is and you get penalized for being that good, it gets frustrating. Because mm. at this point, it's like, well, what do I do? You know, if I tone it down, they say I'm not um, I'm not being myself and I get penalized for it and I'm still better than everybody. Mm-hmm. And then if I go above and beyond, <clears throat> if I do what my regular routine, they say I'm doing too much because they say other people are trying to catch up to it and they can't do it. 
that's not that's not um that's not her problem. Right. So you know, for that aspect, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it was frustrating for her. And let's just be real. You know, if anybody um if you know anybody that has anxiety real bad, you can't you really can't pinpoint when it's going to happen. Yeah, to me, that I, I, that's the biggest story about this is is anybody who's uh, suffered from, like you said, mental uh, mental health issues, uh, have anxiety attacks. Now, I'm not gonna ever call them selfish because it might have flared up at, at the wrong time or whatever it is. Right. Um, <clears throat> that's not my job to do. Um, however, I will just wish that uh, you know, all, all everything gets better with her. Yeah. And um, hopefully we can see her do her thing when she do her solo. And um. I, I just think it's sad. I mean, we don't know. There she she addressed it, you know. There's nobody there. She's usually seeing packed stadiums for these events. And there's nobody there. And we talked about the, we watched the bubble, watching the Lakers and all these teams compete in the bubble. And yeah, it was just basically like watching watching an open run in the gym. And that's pretty much how she's feeling. She's probably feeling like, okay, I'm competing on the national stage and all, but it just seems eerie. And, yeah, it, does, it will give you some anxiety. So I think we need to ease up on saying that she's selfish and basically questioning her. Some people are trying to – I heard, like, a guy calling to Mason Ireland today saying because he compared it to what happened when Naomi Osaka, well – Thinking that, oh, she was just thinking about all her endorsements and I think about the other young girls. Well, we don't know. And before y'all judge somebody, y'all need to get all of the research and all the information first. Because we don't know what that, what these girls, these young men are going through. Being over in a country that's in a state of emergency because because we're still in a pandemic. Nobody's there. And it's, I mean, it's eerie. I personally... Was shocked that the Olympics still happened, but I know the show must go on, and I pray that whatever Simone Biles is going through, she overcomes it because she's gonna because she's still no matter what is still going down as the greatest. And I don't care what certain people in the media who I will say for calling out names say about her basically spitting on America. But I'm gonna say what? that for, I'm gonna say that for, I'm gonna say that for calling out names. Mm. Don't go nowhere. Um, since we are talking about the Olympics. Um, we have a lot of great winners. Obviously, Simone Biles is a great winner. We have obviously the U.S. women's volleyball team, track and field, U.S. women's basketball. You know, I really thought I'd be saying about the men's basketball, but I guess not. Uh oh. The U.S. men's basketball team, by the way, who play tomorrow, lost their opening match of the Olympics to France. Tony Parker play? Nope. No. You know who their best player um is? I'm assuming it's um was it Nick was it nope. Evan Fournier? Because he must Evan, Evan Fournier. Fournier. Evan from Fournier the, from the Boston Celtics. Formerly of the Orlando Magic and the Denver Nuggets. Evan Fournier is their best player. Scored twenty a game high twenty eight points. Damn letter said they don't play like that in the NBA. Well what's well, y'all don't play like like y'all don't play like that in the NBA either the way y'all playing. So Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton of the now NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks, along with runner-up Devin Booker, just arrived in Tokyo maybe by 48 hours before tournament play began. Drew Holiday was the best player on the floor for Team USA. Oh, that's not good. He had 18 points, 12 in the fourth quarter. 
Had some dope Kobe's on, by the way, too. However, that is where I want to go. Kevin Durant. Drew I said in the channel, I was like, you know, Drew Holiday said, I just got off the plane. What's your excuse? Yeah. Um, What's your excuse? There's no reason why um, Kevin Durant shouldn't be scoring at least 30 points per game. He had 10. He should be scoring at the same clip Carmelo scored. He had 10, and he fouled out. He fouled out. He fouled out. Now, in international play, there's only five fouls, Mark. Mm-hmm. B, Bruh. B-Fan, Nick. He had four fouls in the thir- through the first three quarters. Bruh, how do you get five? Okay. He I- went three for ten and was one for six from three. Missing wide open shots. Mm. And that's where I want to go. <laughs> Irvin Magic Johnson, who's somewhere on his yacht in the Mediterranean again, Somehow Magic finds a way to tweet. <laughs> he must have a great Wi-Fi on that on that yacht he's renting from Stan Kroenke. Magic is the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Probably is. He said they're lacking leadership. And he said the leadership they're missing is one LeBron James. <clears throat> um, this is, You're watching a Kevin Durant-led team. Or a leader-less team. No, this is a Kevin Durant-led team. Kevin Durant is supposed to be the leader of this team. He's the best player on this team. And he sure he, ain't acting like it. He's not. And this is and this should open people's eyes as to more of why the situation in OKC went sour the way it did. Mm. You know, so um and even if you were to think about it, even the Golden State situation got sour. Mm. It, it um none of them none of those exits were just smooth uh, leaving. Every each one had a little little controversy behind it. I think I'm on the opposite end of how y'all feel. Like it's one game. Well, I, I agree that I agree on that part. I believe it's just one game. It's, it's one game. Te- technically, it is, and technically, it's not. We, we know, I, I know you're talking about the exhibition. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, I don't I count. I don't count those either. But but that the fact that they so far since everything started, they've only won once. Doesn't 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 look very promising. I get that, but. This is what I'm saying. Even when you look at the women's national team, and they smoked they, Nigeria, they, they lost. Night. They lost to the NBA All Stars, yeah, and they lost two exhibition games too. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, man, it's one game. I, like, like we were saying earlier, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I still think we go win gold. I do too. It's just it's a it's the first game was a bad game, and it was a bad miss, game. And they were missing wide open. I don't think shots. I don't think Kevin Durant is gonna miss some shots. Um, every it, every game, every time I watch the games, it goes back into what I said a couple of weeks ago when I said they're really not used to this officiating. You can mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. they're they're really used to this NBA officiating. And another thing this is showing is is that um, this whole AAU style of basketball doesn't work in the in the um, at the next level of professional basketball as far as like this Olympics because this this is a whole different breed because. It's just like what Damon Lillard said. He said these dudes don't play like that in the NBA. <clears throat> well, in for for these dudes, playing for their country means more than the NBA. Right. Yeah. Luca said it. Luca yeah. said it. And and, and it's he, a and he balled the other day too. Boy. Yeah, exactly. And it's a structured offense. Yeah. And they're not used to that. Mm-hmm. And you know, people are saying this is Greg Popovich's fault. Yeah, you segue right to where I was gonna go to where from Mark. Uh-oh. So so it's me there's a lot of chatter now that a lot of the players are upset with 
Greg Greg Popovich's offensive play callings, the offense that they're running. He's basically running the Spurs system and not running a more of a free-flowing offense. Goes exactly what I just said. Everybody's used to AAU basketball. And, you, uh, and, it, and it's time for you to run this team style and you're not used to it, which makes absolutely – no sense, none whatsoever. Pop offense been been working really well for the past twenty years, right? Um, how many times have the Spurs missed the playoffs since the nineties? Uh, maybe like once, once or twice. Yeah, like you you can literally count it on one hand. Yeah, and, and, they, have, and they, they have some fingers left over. And and the other hand, you can count their rings. Uh, Tim mm-hmm. Duncan, I um, if we was, I, and I know we're still gonna make our Stick ultimate. What? Pause. Are we still gonna make our ultimate international team? Because I was thinking about that today <laughs> earlier. So, um, and and obviously, probably, what, three players? We can name, well, obviously, two for sure, international-wise, would be who make this list or come out the Spurs system. Uh, and Tony Parker and Manuel Ginobili. Yeah. Yeah, easily. And uh, here's my question. What do y'all think of the starting five? So, the starting five in game one was Katie, Dame, Levine, uh... KD, Dame, Levine, uh, Draymond, Draymond, and I think uh, Bam. Yeah, you know what that's missing? They're missing a point guard, an actual point guard. I mean, mm-hmm. like Jason Kidd or LeBron or Chris Paul or somebody. They're or missing. Magic or, or Magic or Darren Williams. They need a point guard or John Stockton. They'd be happy. Or GP. With, they'd be happy with John Wall right now. They need something. Mm. Wow, be- because this is. This is bad because the thing is, for um for the system, the thing is you, you the point guard really sets up the sets everything up, and the fact of you got all these um these point guards who are basically scoring point guards, they're not used to really setting everybody else up. They're used to setting up their own shots and doing everything, and then looking out for everybody else in the process. So you know the Greg Popovich system is, you know, it's team first, then you get your buckets uh, next. Mm-hmm. And they're not really used to that. So now the question is, what's that be? You got some comments? Let me get in the comments. Um, but I think, like you said, like Mark said, it's, one, it's game one, so I'm not going to panic. And the players want to blame Pop for everything, which I think is <laughs> – Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. More like prison. It's real prisoner at the moment. So I got Chris Camillo. He said, actually, the game was winnable. He said, actually, the game was winnable. They were up seven with 320 left. You have to find a way to win that game. All so USA needs a true point maker like Rondo. I'm not so, and I'm not so with Papa's head coach. USA took home bronze in '04 under his coaching along with Larry Brown. So, like you were saying, they need a point guard. And my uncle Kevin says, "Sound like, sound like you talking about selfish Harden." Well, they probably be better with James Harden running this offense than – Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, James <laughs> Harden game actually fits well for international play. Mm-hmm. So, I want to um, shift over to some serious – to a couple serious topics, and then we'll get back more on the on the lighter side of sports. Um, we'll talk about him later, definitely. Um, yes. um, I'll have breaking news. Drop the sounder. Yeah, this is breaking news. I just got it um, from ESPN. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> Dolphins Pro Bowl cornerback Xavier Howard requests trade and makes the case he outperformed his contract. 
I saw this statement about an hour ago. Let's talk about this right quick. So, Xavier Howard, I think he's in the last year of his contract. He wants a st- an extension. <clears throat> Andy Felsey, I played his contract. I know he led the league in interceptions. But let me be clear. I could probably name at least three cornerbacks I'll take ahead of Xavier Howard. He's good. I would love to put him on the other side. If the, if the Broncos secondary wasn't loaded, I would still take him. If we didn't have – already we had Pastor Tain, just like signed Kyle Fuller. Obviously, we still had Bryce Callahan. We our cornerback um, depth chart wasn't, you know. Wait, so y'all got Bryce Cunningham, uh, Cunningham and uh, Kyle Fuller. So y'all basically got the uh, yeah, we got the Bears, the, Bear, the Bears secondary. Yeah, Fangio. Yeah, yeah, Fan, with, Fangio. yeah with, with what they coach, that's funny. Yeah, it's Fangio. Um, and then um, Khalil Mack. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Khalil Mack and Von Miller. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Well, so we trading Bradley Chubb? Would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Von Miller, Khalil back. That'd be crazy. Yeah, but the Broncos got the fish to fry. But you would take obviously you said you would want um you want him on your squad. On the on the on the other side of uh Trey White, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I said, man. Pause. No, <laughs> no, it's not that. Oh, uh, but yeah, um the Rangers are using. Any help at corner. So linebacker. I don't know what he's gonna I don't know what he's gonna get. On, from the Dolphins, but it sounds like to me, he's probably going to just show up. He's going to he's gonna say, you know, I'm here so I don't get fined. He said in the statement, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Who said that? That was, what Xavier, that was part of the Xavier Howard statement. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Marshall Lynch. No, I thought you were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, well, we'll definitely talk about <laughs> that guy later. But um, on a serious note, obviously, I know I'm a Dodger fan, and we've talked about the Trevor Bauer story. Um, Trevor Bauer... Obviously, I know the story. He's being accused of sexual misconduct. Um, he went to court last week, and the judge um, called for a recess till August the 3rd. So, they've extended his administrative leave through August the 6th. I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again. I don't think he pitches a game again for the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think, I think his time in L.A. is done for. I don't now. I do think he will get. He will still pitch in the majors, but yeah. I don't think he'll pitch for the Dodgers. <clears throat> no, he ain't gonna wear no blue jersey. Um, speaking of jerseys, we been we there was a story that we talked about a lot during the during the spring before the foot before the draft, and that was the whole Deshaun Watson story. Oh, and it seemed to resurface now in the last forty eight hours. NFL's trash. So Deshaun Watson did report. To Texans camp because now the new rules state teams cannot just dismiss fines if players don't show up. If they don't show up, they miss their their dock fifty thousand a day. So Deshaun Watson showed up. He hasn't addressed the media yet, and obviously we all know the situation. He's being accused. He's being he has twenty two civil suits for sexual misconduct, ten criminal complaints. Now 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 I want to say this complaint is different from charge. He has not been charged with anything. These are just investigations. And according to what I was hearing, this is what the Houston PD does. They take forever in a day. This could be probably be not done till 2025 the way they're taking. Mm. So the NFL released a statement today saying they are continuing their investigation on Deshaun Watson. And I guess from what they've pretty much have researched so far, they don't have enough to put him on the exempt list. Now, why it is, because I saw, I was wondering why, 
And then I saw a tweet from Tom Palacero from NFL Network explaining the exact rules of the exemplist are meant for criminal charges and not criminal accusations. So, obviously, that is why he hasn't been charged now. And then you hear the news Monday from Ian Rappaport and Tom Paracero that the Texans are open, willing to trade him. Well, now you're going to be open, willing to trade him, and nobody wants him yet. Denver does. Well, now that's when I get there. Because, yeah, we might want him. But, you know, I was saying it. Months ago, that Kareem Jackson told to keep to leave on his podcast that he wants to be that Deshaun wants to be in Denver. Well, a guy who I follow on Twitter who covers the Broncos for their radio network said he wants to be in Miami. Mm. So if Deshaun Watson in Miami will be insane because he wants to reunite with Will Fuller, play for my pray for Brian Flores, Chris Greer, black coach, black general manager, his number one well his number his number one receiver after DeAndre Hopkins. Is over there now. They basically trade to a. I mean, it's not like the first time. It wouldn't be the first time that the they made a that these two teams made a deal. Huh. This one make more sense than the first one, idiots. <clears throat> you mean uh, I mean trading Laramie Tunsil yeah. for some picks? Oh, I would. Oh yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. And the Kenny Steele's on trade too. Don't forget they made this would be their that was their second trade. Well, that was that was under the Bill O'Brien watch, so it doesn't shock me. But let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Obviously, there's a reason I gave you. The, I just stated out what the NFL said, why they can't put him on the zip list yet. But they are investigating. But it now seems like it's falling now into the hands of of Houston PD because we're now approaching six months into this investigation, mm-hmm. or and leads into these criminal to these civil charges as well. Do we – I don't think we see a resolution by week one. And crazy as it sounds, I think Deshaun Watson will be on the field week one. And I didn't think that three months ago. Yeah, if he's not on the uh, exempt list, then he's able to play, right? Yeah. yeah there's, there's no Something reason. That. I mean, here's the whole thing. You know, uh, he's basically not on the exempt list because of some – Technicality. Yeah, some little BS technicality. There's no reason in the world – why he shouldn't be on the exempt list. Because here's here's the whole thing. You have to, like you said, in, in the exempt list, he can still get paid. So just go ahead and do your own little private workouts like, you, like you've been doing so mm-hmm. far. Right. And just lay low until everything is done. You still don't get paid. You're not losing nothing. So you're just basically getting a paid <coughs> vacation. That's what you got to think about it like that. Yeah, that's true. So, um, but there's the next question, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Is he the quarterback of the Houston? Is he the starting quarterback of the Houston Texans week one, or do Uh-oh. Houston just say, you know what, F it, let's trade, let's see what we can get? What probably um, getting pennies on the dollar right now because what? pennies on the dollar probably getting you know, not, you're not getting the the value you would get for a normal Deshaun Watson trade. Um, the report is they want at least three ones. They have lost their mind if they think they're getting three ones at this point. That was what I saw from NFL Network. Chris Mortensen said. They want a combination of five picks and players. Wait, 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 now, wait, wait, and wait, I, wait, and wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Do you when you when you say this combination of five, you mean like probably three ones, maybe a two or a three, and at least two okay. ready now players. Okay, so at first it sounded kind of crazy. Like they wanted the five picks and players. Like, hold on, y'all. Like, let's everybody let's everybody chill out. You're not getting, I think I think that's what they want. 
Uh, they're, they're not getting um, the, the greatest quarterback of all time on their roster, even though he's very, very good. Why but, is Houston wanting all that? Because they're a stupid team. And obviously – They're not about to get all that, not at this point. They're about to get a, a second and a third and a starter. Pretty much, because it's too much of a risk. You get away a first-round pick for him so right now. So, basically, mm-hmm. we're all just in agreement that Tyrod Taylor is going to be their starting quarterback week one. Don't look at me. <laughs> hey. Do not look at me. I'm, I'm being positive today. Let's be, let's be P- real. Tyrod, Tyrod's going to be their starting quarterback week one. Peace to that black man. Yeah, he's on a different team now. That's why. No. He's, he's, he's their problem. We're still sorry. We're still sorry. Oh, boy. But peace to that black man. <clears throat> it don't matter what team he on. Well, there's somebody else who's on another t- who's on a new team now, and that is one Miss Maria Taylor, which you heard first on Sports For You, but you saw in the, in the New York Times. Maria Taylor is now a member of NBC. She left ESPN at, right after the finals, and I saw a lot of people was like, wow, the whole meme where – the person, they walk into their house, take a five-second nap, get back up, and they go work to a second job. Mm-hmm. I want to explain this to people clearly. Maria Taylor didn't just leave ESPN, and five seconds later, she was hired by NBC. Last, the week leading into game six of the finals, she pretty much had an agreement, and Ben Reddy said it. She wasn't coming back. She pretty much had an agreement to go work for NBC. She. And she went back to ESPN and say, can you match it? ESPN said no. They made a joint statement. She was on the first plane to Tokyo. And that's why you saw Friday that they announced there's the newest member of the NBC Sports family. There you go. So she's going to be working the Olympics, which she's doing now. Congrats to her. <clears throat> Salute to her. Salute. She's going to be working on Football Night in America. And she's probably going to do some correspondence work on the Today Show. But she's not getting Stephen A. money. Nowhere near. Yeah. She might be getting, I don't, and I'm not trying to, you know, counter money. Uh-oh. But I, she's probably getting no more than probably three, somewhere between the range of three to five at the most, a year. Because you're not getting more money than someone who works on the Today Show. No. Or Football Night in America <laughs> now. But here's a question I want to ask you guys. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. We remember she went on first take, and, and like most of us people of color, eat through Drew Brees for his comments about kneeling. Mm-hmm. Well, Drew Brees is now a colleague of hers because, as y'all know, Drew Brees now works for NBC, 
he's going to be working in in studio on Football Night in America. <laughs> Eventually, he'll be working the booth on Sunday Night Football. Which now, Romo? well, Romo's, I don't think Romo's leaving CBS. No, yeah, I forgot he's on CBS. My fault. Yeah, he's going nowhere. Um, but and I bring this up to what happened with the Rachel Nichols situation. You can't in the NFL on the number one primetime show. You can't tape no. You can't tape no. There gonna be no taped interviews. No, it's gonna be live. So you can't avoid Drew Brees. If I was her, if I was advising her, <clears throat> I would tell her before y'all even get started working together, you need to address what you felt and let it be. Because if you let it simmer, it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the Rachel Nichols situation all over again, and you don't want that. Because obviously the NFL don't. NFL already really doesn't have that much compassion for people of color. And you working on the number one, their, their marquee game now, the number one primetime show, I don't want you to get blackballed. Because obviously we, we know how they feel about women pretty much. And I don't want that happening to Maria Taylor. Mm. So now let's just bring on the situation. Sounds like Malika Andrews is going to be her replacement. Mm-hmm. But now there's controversy now because – Who's going to replace Maria Taylor on college football game day? Who's going to replace her on the Saturday night football sidelines? And someone tweeted out all the, the possible replacements, and they were all white women. Mm-hmm. So now there's controversy there. Because you had Jamel Hill tweet out, and I love Jamel Hill, this seems like a real diverse group. Mm. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go again. Yeah. But – Here's the question. Oh, the basketball tournament's on. Oh, that's the money team. So, um, and now, obviously, they said Malik Andrews is going to replace her on, on countdown. Here's my question now. I mean, ESPN, if she was good enough to do this now, why didn't y'all just hire her in the first place? Um, And I'm just being cynical because it just – it just seems like they're they're trying to band-aid the situation instead of address addressing the situation at hand. Hmm. Does anything that ESPN do surprise you? No. Putting a band-aid that one it sounds like ESPN. It is, pretty much. Instead, like you said, instead of fixing the situation, let's just put the band-aid on there and hope everything just hope it heals underneath yeah. there. <clears throat> hope everything just disappears. Mm-hmm. That's what they're hoping for. It just gets you know, some hopefully some big sporting event or something happened so it can get brushed under the rug. So, but shout out to Maria Taylor. Congratulations. You well deserve what, what you have. Unfortunately, you didn't get the Stephen A money, which yeah. I could have told you wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I could have told her that. But you have a you're in a you're in a good place right now. Um, there's some other moves also happening in sports. Talking about realignment. Let's talk some college football. Oh, yeah. The the huge story is there's going to be a lot of realignment, Mark, especially in our neck of the woods, the SEC. Which yeah. is so freaking stupid, man. There's just more teams for Georgia to beat. So, if y'all not heard the story. Sad. Oklahoma and Texas, probably one of the greatest rivalries in all of college football. <clears throat> the Basically, the the gold standard of the Big 12. They, are, they did not renew their contract with the Big 12 in, for, for 2025. And are seeking to be join the SEC. Um, 
And before you go, Jimbo Fisher told said this at SEC Media Days. Be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to start <laughs> with Mark because obviously – like me, he's he, his team, his favorite college football team, Georgia's in the D.C. Didn't Texas A&M join on the SEC? Yes, yeah, they did. Yeah. Them in Missouri. Oh yeah. At, well, A&M's been fine. Missouri. Ask them what has been like joining the SEC. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, like I said, there's more teams for Georgia to beat. That's all it is, man. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas. I don't know about that. That being the biggest rivalry. Well, I say one. They're not the biggest rivalry. It's it's, it's one of the it's one of the bigger rivalries in the um, in the south. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, I mean, if, if they come to SEC, that's I mean, that's good for them. It's more money for SEC. Um, but what I think is what's going to happen now is is Big Twelve go reach out to some of these Pac twelve schools. <clears throat> and you know, I, I think it'll all work out fine. Yeah, I can see one of the um one of the smaller uh Pac twelve organizations uh joining. The ones that feel as if they're good enough to um to compete something, but they can't get to that next level because you know they probably can't get the recruits that a USC or uh, Oregon can get, or something like that, or Stanford or something like that. But I don't know. I mean, the um the Pac-12, um they added Colorado and um what you call it uh, a couple of years ago. So I don't know. We'll see. That's that's gonna be a big loss for them though. For the Big Twelve, yeah, that's that was, that's uh, a, that's a, that's, a, that's the biggest that's their two biggest teams. I'm gonna be honest. I think that just basically that just, that's gonna destroy. Them. Yeah, that, destroy that conference is gonna be destroyed. Yeah, those are the that's what's keeping them going. Yeah, Oklahoma and Texas is, is their money makers. And yeah, I, and I bring this up now because I think we're now finna be in the era of the super conference. There's already a super conference. It's called the SEC. What? Well, well, conference is because mm-hmm. you bring up the Pac-12. Do we see the Pac-12 try to approach schools from the Big 12 to come join the Pac-12? Do uh, do the Big 10 try to approach schools? Do the ACC try to approach schools? This is going to be – obviously, we already have the, the game-changing move with players getting paid now. Now we're talking about basically pretty much the annihilation, the annihilation of the NCAA. That's fine with me. I can't stand the NCAA. Yeah, they always doing messed up stuff. Yeah, this is this is karma for them. It but, really is. But um, <clears throat> this is what I think is going to end up um, being. So, what's going to happen is, so these these other uh, teams they're 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 pretty good, and they're trying to figure out to get a way to basically get into this tournament. You know, get into the other uh, playoffs, and you know, if you're good in the SEC, you're going to have some type of consideration of going to the playoffs. That's just the way it is. Mm, that's true. So that's probably what it is for Texas. Um, outside of uh, teams in SEC, it's not that many teams that, when they're very good, they get the rec- uh, recognition to go into the uh, playoffs. Like Ohio State. When Ohio State is good, they get the recognition to go into the uh, playoffs over another team that's probably got the same record as them. Or um, who else? Or like a Notre Dame. They'll get, they're will get they a team that may get some type of consideration to go. You know, they don't play nobody. But um, – yeah, it's little stuff like that. It'll be more difficult. I think Notre Dame should be in the ACC. There was someone they saying – Someone brought up today, I think it was Paul Feinbaum, brought up today that the Big Ten might try to approach Notre Dame while joining, which I think would be a disaster, to be honest. Sorry, Fat, but – Yeah. But I think, like you said, they should just join the ACC. They're already in the ACC for everything else. Basketball, all, all the other major sports, they're in the ACC for it. It makes just no wanna, sense. But they want to hold on to their independence because if they – Join a conference, 
They have to give up that NBC money. Mm. Oh, they're not joining the conference. They're not joining the conference. That's why they're. <clears throat> that's why they want to keep their independence because the football that Notre Dame football is exclusively broadcast on NBC, and they give that up. They're basically one of the. They're basically now just one of the one of another one of the other schools. By the way, Pete Alonso, he killed it in the home run derby. Yeah, for them, they'll they'll get caught up in the mix of all the other schools, and you know they won't get as much airtime. Let's say cause even when, let's say for example, a year where they're not that good, they still have that contract, and they still get uh, they still get some games on TV, especially at the <laughs> national level. Yeah. So um, I want to talk about um, let's talk some MLB, let's talk some Major League Baseball. Um, we're seventy two hours from the MLB trade deadline. I hate that. Why? Because they still make trades after the trade deadline. Well, no, they they they, they ended that now. Oh, so okay. now this is it. If you don't make a deal by Friday, this is your roster going into the postseason. Some of the names you're hearing: Max Scherzer, Chris Bryant, Chris Brown, uh, Jose Barrios from the Twins. If let me ask you this: obviously, we're not going to say player. I mean, I know who I would want for the Dodgers. I need them to find either another bullpen arm. <coughs> Craig Kimbrell, another starting pitcher, Mike Max Scherzer. But what area do you want to see your teams address in the next 72 hours? I'll start with you, Nick. What do you want to see the Angels address? Health. <laughs> Good point. I'm, 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 with, I'm with that one, too. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Health. I mean, get, you know, get healthy Mike Trout. I mean, hey. And the thing is, I don't think we really need Me. to make that many extra deals in order to get to the playoffs. I think we just need to get some type of continuity going on. And – I mean, who knows? We got two of the uh, more exciting players in baseball right now. The, the best player in baseball and, and, you know, one of the rising stars. So, you got a combination like that. You know, the sky's the limit. You, I knew a little run to get into the playoffs. I have to go far. Right. You know, even getting to the first round and being done, that's that's a big step because we haven't been to the playoffs in who knows how long. Right. Well, we got some breaking news. Some breaking news. Pause the MLB music. Uh-oh. We got some breaking news. As we're uh, having an Olympic update. American Katie Ledecky failed to medal in the 200-meter freestyle. Mm-hmm. Australian Arian Titmus captured the gold in record time. Mm. So Katie Ledecky did not win a gold medal. Or medal at all, right? No. <laughs> wow. Not in the 200-meter freestyle. That's crazy. So let's get back to MLB. Um, Mark, as we're seeing your Braves right now just – um, I would want pitch, I would want a, another starting pitcher, uh, and see if we can get some more offense in our lineup, man. Obviously, in there <laughs> that would help with the loss of Ronald Acuna Jr. Mm-hmm. with a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this with the Dodgers pitching, pitching, and pitching, because obviously we are having. We sometimes are nervous whenever Kenley Jansen gives up the close now, which is crazy. And it's been like this for years. Bullpen pitching seem to be the hardest thing to address in, in baseball. <clears throat> I don't understand that. Somebody need to wake up Dennis Eckersley. Yeah. Well, or maybe maybe Mariano Rivera or Trevor Hoffman can come out of retirement. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, I'm pretty sure they can still pitch. I guarantee you Mariano Rivera can still can. Oh. Yeah, and then um, I want to get like Nick said, healthy. I want Cody Bellinger to find his health 
you know, he's still dealing with the shoulder. He batting like 150. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, that's not – that ain't going to work. We, hopefully, <laughs> we can get Corey Seager back. Obviously, we're not going to get Dustin May back this year. Obviously, I think Trevor Bauer's done. Hey, hopefully, done we get Kershaw back. I just think health and just pitching. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And that's it for baseball. Let's – and – Let's go ahead and move over to the net. Oh, one more baseball story. We have to say a farewell to a. Madden. Oh no, we'll definitely get we'll definitely get into that in a minute also. We have to say farewell to a to a team, to a name. Oh yeah. Farewell to the Cleveland Indians. That's it. <clears throat> Who's starting next year? Oh. Are you kidding me? Will now be known as the Cleveland Guardians. Starting in 2022. Man, they got that old fake um, Angel logo. Huh? Yeah. Yes. They, they think they from um, a Thor. I have zero <laughs> who, who came up with that name. But, man, it was corny. Uh, Not even just the name. I mean, just the look. I mean, I've seen uh, on Twitter where they had posted the uh, other concepts that they could have chose. And... They, they most definitely could have chose some better looking ones than that. I'm, I'm asking a question. I don't know if it is or not. What was the Indians' name? Is that disrespectful to? No, I think just the Chief Wahoo logo to me. I thought probably thought it was more disrespectful <laughs> than that name. Oh, okay. I mean, get rid of the logo. They did. No, but keep the name. But you know, we're in this prisoner of the moment cancel culture society. So now everyone was saying, now do the Braves change their name? Do do the Warriors change their name? Do the Chiefs change their name? I think I saw somewhere they said the Chiefs are eliminating their mascot, or or is it they're eliminating? Uh, they the should war- eliminate nothing because they um they're actually in um cahoots with the uh with the Native American community that um Florida State there. Florida yeah. State is. We remember we talked about this last yeah. last year. And our guy Ben Fair, you know, faithful listener who's a, who's of Native Shout American out to Ben Fair. Shout out to Ben Fair, who's a, who's of Native American descent, is a Washington football team fan, and he. Hated the fact that they got rid of the former name. Mm-hmm. I felt like it, 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 we should talk to the Native Americans. Exactly. <laughs> and see what's offensive to them, what's not offensive. Yes. And then we can go from there. If they thought the old Washington football team name was offensive, then cool. Because at the end of the day, it's up to them. It's not up to us. Pretty exactly. much. That's it. If, if one person <clears throat> Remember that cancel culture. Yeah. So stop being prisoners of the moment and just talk it out like adults. We can all get to the same... Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Get to the same goal. We don't want to cancel cancel culture. That would be lovely. There's no such thing. Yeah. Let's talk some NFL, gentlemen. And then we're gonna get there. We go. Talk some. We're gonna get into some hoops. So training camps are open, and starting next week, and every week in the month of August, will be our second annual Sports for You NFL preview. Every week in the month of August, we will preview a division. We'll preview two divisions per episode. Next week, we'll start with the North. So we'll start with the AFC North, NFC North. Then it'll be the South. Then we'll go to the East, and then we'll end, end with the West. And then first week in September, we will give our predictions 
awards. Bills won the Super Bowl. Sta- who will be the leading mm-hmm. leaders in statistical categories and our Super Bowl predictions. And we might and we're also going to toss some fantasy football as well. So definitely. Oh yeah, we got to do that. Josh Allen won MVP. So say that, say, that, say, say that for say that for September. Oh, no, I'm not really picking them. I'm just doing out wild. Don't up and our <coughs> bold predictions as well. Um mm. So Aaron Rodgers. David Carr will be second in MVP. I mean Derek. Maybe maybe Derek. Maybe David's coming to retirement. They the same person. But I'm gonna ask you something about Gruden later. Um right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me cuss on the show, go ahead. Okay. Fuck guys, it's your birthday. I don't wanna I don't yeah. want you to in bad mood. I'm sorry, brother. But uh we got oh, more break- oh, oh, we got oh. more breaking news? Yeah, we have breaking news. Um <clears throat> uh Towns Media had gifted uh Nick a bottle of uh, this 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 here uh blue bottle, John, it matches your your outfit. Uh, there you go for his, for his 30th uh birthday. Ah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nick. Yeah. Thank but, you, thank you. Go ahead and uh you know, you can pop what? Pause. Pop you can pause. pop that uh if you want to on on, on camera, but proceed. I'll go ahead. So Aaron Rodgers, the drama's over now. He reported to camp. Now the question is, where will he be playing next year? This is situation B. Can I answer that now? Yes, Raiders. Him and uh, uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. I called it. Okay. So the situation is now Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are talking about basically voiding the final two years of his contract. That's dope. So – he basically this season he doesn't he won't get franchised, so he'll be a free agent, and he could possibly force the trade to his next destination. He's going to the Raiders if he leaves. I think him and De- wherever Devontae Adams go. No, no, no. It's wherever Aaron Rodgers go. Devontae Adams is going to follow. However they go, they playing together. Yeah, I think regardless that Devontae Adams is going to end up as a Raider because I think uh, him and Carr still him and Carr definitely still cool. But it don't really matter what Carr do. Yeah, I mean if if it helps to get caught, uh, you can it, send him out in the car because Aaron Rodgers is. Was <laughs> was that be? We can most definitely get some draft picks for Derek Carr. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you most can. definitely. You get some draft picks for Devontae Adams too. Yeah, you ain't lying. I, I he's wait, still wait. not the best receiver in football, but he's but he's good. And then we'll, and we, we, no we got to talk about and we got another Devontae Adams talk, topic to talk about in a minute, huh? That's what we're gonna talk about, yeah. and we're gonna definitely get into that. Yeah, I disagree with that, but um, shout to that number. <laughs> but uh, Aaron Rodgers, like you said, he's going to now report to camp. I think mean, what 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 be you 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 don't sound convinced. <laughs> so the question is. Mark thinks he'll be a Raider next year. Everyone thought he might have been a Bronco. Some people think he he might end up somewhere else. San I think Francisco. That's already over. Somewhere in Northern California. You think the you think the Forty Niners? Basically, they trade basically trade Trey Lance. Where, for, where are you from? He's from Northern California. He's from Northern California. He's from Chico. He, he went to Cal. Oh yeah, he he, he may be going to Vegas. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the 40, if if um if the 49ers wouldn't have got Trey Lance, I would have said, yeah. Trey Lance don't matter. Yeah, they'll, they'll hawk him. I think they'd trade Trey Lance for Aaron Rodgers. And go, then, go and, to Green Bay. And get a draft pick. And But they got Jordan Love. Go to Green Bay. Ain't no love. <laughs> and they have, they, they have any ships. I put it like this. It's a real Jordan either. If they don't – if they haven't <laughs> – Any Jordan. If, 
If they're begging Aaron Rodgers to come back now, they're pretty much knowing that what they they Jordan messed up Formal drafting. Better. They messed up draft. Wow, <laughs> messed up drafting Jordan Love. By the way, when they could have tried to draft like T Higgins. <clears throat> Meanwhile, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, at least they didn't draft Cleveland Farrell instead of getting Dan White. Well, or you know, at least you're the son of punter. How about the Madden ratings, gentlemen? <laughs> so it's Madden ratings week. First day, of, first day of free agent signing. He's on the punter. Wow. So it's the first. It's Madden ratings week. So now all week, every day there's going to be a, <laughs> a, a Madden rating re, uh, reveal. It started yesterday. And by the way, shout out to all the former players who are now going to be, you know, Madden ratings adjusters: Chad Ochocinco, Ed Reed, Vince Wilfork. Marshawn Lynch, uh, and there, I don't know who else, but I know that every day on first take, they've had a former player who's came on to talk about they're going to be responsible for adjusting the ratings, whether the player does well or does bad. So they released first the top ten ratings for wide receivers. Mm-hmm. As B. Finn just hinted on, Devontae Adams is the number one receiver with a 99 rating. Wow. <laughs> pause. Pause. Wow. Pause. Pause. Extreme. Pause. 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 Wow. Did I say pause? Yeah. You said it like three times. Bro. Pause. That was crazy. <laughs> wow. Did that really just happen? <laughs> Do you understand seeing it from this side of the camera? As soon as, soon as you said the dude name, the bottle popped, and then it, all the the, the the white suds just start spilling. Oh, uh, come on, that was, B. That, that was crazy. Come on, B. <laughs> he wasn't even trying to open. Did you try and open it? Nah, I didn't try to open it all the way. That's what I'm saying. Just sitting there. Just... Mm. Yeah, that was crazy. Wow. <laughs> but that. Because the next name was DeAndre Hopkins. Pause. He had a 98. Him and Tyreek Hill both are 98. Ain't no way in hell. Go ahead. <laughs> Stephon Diggs, 97. Julio, Julio, 95. Michael Thomas, 94. By the way, he's on calling out names. Spoiler alert. Keenan Allen, 93. Amari Cooper, 92. Mike Evans, 91. And Allen Robinson, 90. Any problem with any of those ratings, gentlemen? Yeah. Um... There's no way in hell that Tyreek um, Tyreek Hill is right up there with Devontae, um, not even with Devontae uh, Adams or uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins should be number one receiver. I agree. So they also have – we now have the ratings also for the top ten rookies. So let me give you the rookies. Um, Yo, fam. Wow, that's crazy. That just happened. Yeah, that was insane. At number ten – the number who y'all think is the number one rookie, highest rated rookie on Madden? Um, it's not Patrick Sertain, is it? No. Uh, yeah, I would have been offensive it, player. Yes, offense. Um, defense over there laughing. Uh, highest rated rookie. Is it? Um, it's pretty hmm. obvious. Oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence. No, he's number two. Who, who in the world is number one there? Yeah, that's what I want to know. 
It's Kyle Pitts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Kyle Pitts is the highest rated rookie <clears throat> at 81. Trevor Lawrence is number two at 78. Then you have Jalen Waddle and Patrick Sertain at 76. I'm surprised he wasn't at 79. Wow. Well, that 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 would be adjusted soon. Yeah. Um, Penesel, Zach Wilson, Jamar Chase, and Devontae Smith were all 75s. And then Trey Lance and Justin Fields are 74. <sighs> oh, that means our left, our right tackle is probably like a 71. Well, we'll find that out. Oh, no. You'll find that out soon. Um, God. Yesterday, what a, what a, well, today um, they released the top 10 edge rushers and defensive linemen. Shout out to Vince Wilfork. So, hmm. number one edge rusher is Miles Garrett. Now, this is going to be. That's going to be a blue for days. Wait, Miles Garrett. This is edge rushers. This is just edge rushers. That's what I'm saying, Miles Garrett. Yes, he's number he's he's number one in '98. Man, they'll knock it off. Go ahead, Khalil Mack '96. Oh please, T.J. Watt and Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt all '94. Um, Khalil Mack is a better edge rusher than Miles Garrett. I'm sorry, and I'm not just saying that because he played for the Raiders. <laughs> Cam Jordan, Cam Jordan and Von Miller '93. Joey Bosa '92. <clears throat> What's, what's his brother's rating? 90. He was next. They'll knock it off. And then Zadarius Smith, 89. I guess. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all must don't like those ratings either. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm cool on that one. The edge rusher, that's crazy. Miles Garrett, please. Defensive lineman. Oh, Aaron Donald's number one for sure. Obviously. He's 99. Yeah. No pun intended. 94, Fletcher Cox. Reggie Ross. White. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 92 Chris, 92, Chris Jones and DeForest Buckner. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. 91, Michael Pierce. Who's Michael Pierce? Uh, he plays for the uh, for the Ravens. He's their nose guard. Okay. He's pretty good. Calais Campbell, 90. Yeah. Kenny Clark, Stephon Tewitt, and V. Wait, Ni- so wait, so Calais Campbell's 90? <laughs> yes. So, so, they, so the Ravens have two top five defensive linemen? Yeah. <sighs> Kenny Clark, 89. Green Bay. Him and, um, him and Stephon Tewitt, 89. And who? Stephon Tewitt. Tewitt from the Steelers. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. And then Vita Vea, 88. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good, too. That's Ja Rule first album? No, that was the uh, the chick that was on the song. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> Vita. <laughs> I thought that was Vini Vita Vici. In person. Wow. Um, so, any, so, you guys are gamers. Anything wrong with any of those ratings? Um, I don't agree with uh, – here's what I don't agree with. I don't disagree that uh, Miles Garrett is that good of a player. I don't think – is he 99? No, I think – oh, my God. Fumble Ruski, B-Fan. That's Laker fans for you. Who's your football team again, B-Fan? The Colts. Oh, Carson Wentz is quarterback. That explains it. Yeah. Ooh, oh, we, got, we got them out there in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Let me say that about a B-Fan. I don't agree with um, – with him being the best edge rusher, I think he's more he's a better uh run defender than a pass rusher, and his numbers approve it. Uh-huh. But
somehow. I need a better defender than Jay Crowder. <clears throat> wow. And and Mikael Bridges. So Kawhi? Well, we'll talk about him. We'll definitely talk about him. Okay, so now as we're talking about the finals, Giannis was the MVP, put up 35, 12, and 5. So all that Chris Middleton should have been finals MVP. So I'll please throw it away. Although he had a good series. And I know a lot of people was like, Drew Holiday didn't shoot well. No, he did what he was paid to do, and that was basically build a house. Nah. Nah. He basically, he, he, he played defense on Chris defense. Paul, 94 it. feet. He did a good job on Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the Anybody adjustment Budenhoser made. Hmm? Anybody tall um, against Chris Paul does that in the playoffs. Good point. Hmm. Proven. <clears throat> so, real quick, as we do our finals recap, and then we're going to segue into the, to some draft talk. Let's go to Cancun one last time. Uh-oh. I don't hydrate like everyone else because I'm not everyone else. They drink what they're told to drink. I drink Pedialyte Sport. It helps me rehydrate and recover so I can come back stronger. Leaders and powder packs make it possible to stay hydrated no matter the situation, on the field, in the gym, wherever I sweat. Pedialyte works, and so do I. Pedialyte Sport, hydration beyond the hype. Available in powder form for on-the-go action. Visit Pedialyte.com for more information. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Especially since it's Nick's birthday, we can go to the land of Cancun. Let's go to Cancun one last time. Um, with the Western Conference champion, Phoenix Suns. The talk is, Quote unquote. well, they are this year. Give them the placard type trophy. Yeah. Um, see, that's what they was. They gave the Lakers a Mickey Mouse trophy, so give the Suns a placard trophy. Uh-huh. So, the Phoenix Suns, they have to make a decision. Well, Chris Paul has a decision to make. He is has a $44 million option that he can have picked up this coming up year for this year, or he can opt out and be a free agent. There's talks that he wants to go back to Phoenix. The Suns want him back. Take a pay cut. And the talks if he opts out, he can opt out and you know sign three years, $100 million. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm Chris Paul, I'm at this point in my career. I would take the Dirk approach and just take the pay cut because let's be honest, Chris Paul, you're not going to miss out on this money at all. You you are literally you have like about 15 commercials run every freaking uh, basketball game. Mm-hmm. You're not going to miss out on any money. So except about 15 to 20 million less per year, so they can use that money to get you another player up over there, and y'all can make another run. Mm-hmm. Just that simple. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if he really wants to win a championship, because he can stay over there. I mean, he could go join another team, but let, let's just be honest. You know, he already went with Phoenix. He already got the um, he already got the continuity going on. Let's go ahead and just you know make one make another run. Let me finish my career over here. You don't want to end your career. The last few years of your career, you want to be going to different like about four or five different teams. That's the last thing you want. Shaq. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to you don't want to go out like Shaq did, be a great player, and then end up. Bouncing around the league at the end of your career. You don't want that to happen. By the way, Kenzie, I know what you're talking about. That's not true. 
What's that? There's a rumor out that <clears throat> the Lakers are offering Dennis Schroeder four years, 120 million. That is not true. They, and they're saying that Chris Haynes is reporting it. I haven't heard word from Chris Haynes since the end of the finals. He's probably vacationing because you know he did a great job for TNT and NBA TV. No, the Lakers are not offering Dennis Schroeder no four years, 120 million. And obviously, Rob would not have that. Are you kidding me? Would not have that public. 48 hours before the draft. They better cut that down um, about $65 million. Yeah, he, Dennis Schroeder's gone. $100 million. Look, if Lou Williams got, um, the most he got paid per year was like about 11 to $12 million per year, there's no way in the world he should be getting no $100 million contract. I'm going to say it now. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you now, before we get into our free agency talk, spoiler alert, Dennis Schroeder, you can kick rocks. I told you. Kyle Kuzma, you can kick rocks, stones, boulders, crafts. I don't care. See ya. Out of here. I do not want to hear no one defend Kyle Kuzma. No. I'm everybody, done. Everybody I'm done. I'm No. What did I tell you Saturday? Shout out to Christina, by the way. Um, When she gave, by the way, shout out to Bass. Bash had his birthday over the weekend. Shout out to Sophie. She thought, thought to Sophie. She thought we was. She thought the party was still going on. She wanted to come back and get on the water slide today. <laughs> so uh, the old girl Christina gave Bash a Kyle Kuzma jersey for his birthday, and he, Bash gave him this look. And I said, "That's the same way I look every time Kyle Kuzma steps on the floor." I'm, I'm done with dude, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, B fan. I'm, 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 huh? Was that a Kyle Kuzma shirt you had on that blue one? What, what Kyle Kuzma shirt? Oh, that wasn't a Kyle Kuzma shirt. Are you kidding me? I wear one. I wear. I wear Legends. This is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Might be from no, stop it. <laughs> legends and Kobe. Ah, Kobe Bean Bryant, LeBron Raymond James. Those are the only jerseys I wear. Period. Hmm. I'm not wearing no Kyle Kuzma. It's like a dude, me and Mark was at Elko. We saw a dude wear a Rick Fox jersey. And I'm a, I'm a diehard Laker fan. I ain't wearing no Rick Fox jersey. Oh, Rick Fox jersey? Are I'm, you serious? I, I'm, I'm dead serious. There was a dude that walked around Elko in a Rick Fox jersey. He had to be Rick Fox's cousin. Or team. I thought I have some Team Jordans. Rick Fox was part of those uh, championships. Look, I'm. Some I, of them I, reasons. I, I love Rick Fox, but I'm not wearing his jersey. I got his autograph at, at LA Live when I'm um, 17 did a remote. He was cool. Lakers' best defender during that time. He was. He was. And obviously, that's why he came to the Lakers. He he really was. He was their best defender. He's better than Kobe? No, as far as specialists. He, he, oh. Knockdown, Kobe's the best defender. Okay, I want to make He's sure. the best defender, defensive specialist. Okay. Cor- correction, specialist. Who's the best defensive specialist on the Lakers at the time? <clears throat> that wasn't Kobe. Outside of Kobe. Robert Dory? Listen. I'm outside not. of Kobe, who's the best <clears throat> Laker defender? Uh, Shaq, I don't know. I, I, I got to. I got, I'm telling y'all off camera. Okay. I told you I'm not talking about Kobe no more. Okay, but I'm telling y'all off camera. Okay, okay. So now this Jordan 2.0. Let's let's put a ball on the season for the champs, the Bucks. <laughs> they don't really need nothing. They really do. They already signed Drew Holiday. You said Jordan 2.0. Really? We gonna go? Crazy <laughs> 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 foul. Um, what? They don't really need to do anything else. Obviously, they, they've signed Drew Holiday long-term. Chris Middleton signed long-term. Brooke Lopez is signed. Should have been the Lakers. But um, yeah, that was a one-move magic mistake Magic made. 
paying Michael Beasley. Um, make two of them. I'm not gonna go there. Um, Zoom out. Well, well, now, well, now it looks like the Lakers made the move. They just they they traded him for the wrong person, Mike Scala. So Bobby Port, what do you do about Bobby Portis? Resign him. I mean, I mean, if you could find a better option in him, go ahead. But I mean, Crazy Eyes did good for you. Yeah, I mean, he played he played pretty well for him. He made some big shots. He played pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. He's a good player to have. You know, he looks like an actor, but you know, he's he's all right. He's a pretty good player. By the way, I want to tell him that. PJ Tucker was the championship celebration MVP, right? It was Chris Bosch 2.0. Let's not talk about champagne right now. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The parade. Let's not talk about champagne right now. <laughs> okay, okay. But congratulations to the to Milwaukee, the city great. of Milwaukee. He poured it on himself, huh? I don't know. He was just drunk. And and they let him speak on the on the microphone at the parade. He he, he reminded me of your drunk uncle. He was he was on his Tom Brady on that avocado tequila. It wasn't nothing. Nothing is worse than Draymond Green. I'm sorry, Draymond Green was he was losing it. <laughs> he was losing. Not it. Mark Madsen. I always take that cake. But was Mark? But was Mad Dog drunk though? No. Mad Dog was just being. He was just. Uh, he was he was doing something. He was doing something I can't talk about on uh, on TV. Okay. Uh, so Nick, you know it's your birthday, man. Yes, sir. And for those who have followed sports for you from day one, I know Nick Freeze is the godfather of the what if scenario. And it's draft week. But Nick Freeze brought it, so we're gonna talk some what if draft recap. So keep your eyes on Mark when we talk about that topic. <clears throat> y'all y'all know why. But um Nick had a what if that he sent in our group chat. Mm-hmm. They want to discuss and B fan, you jump in on the mic as well on, on this topic. <laughs> Pause. And you asked, what if a player had this player's ability? And you gave an example. Allen Iverson had the height of one Irvin Magic Johnson. Allen Iverson was six foot one sixty. And Magic was obviously six nine. Six feet nine inches. Gotcha. No. Okay, I'm gonna leave that one alone. And if you can Come on, if you can take a current player, past or present, and add a certain attribute to their game, what would it be? Um, imagine if Dwight Howard had Pau Gasol skill. Oh, my God. The sad part was he was working with Akeem in the process and just never panned out. That's because that wasn't his game. He he was He's a defensive player by nature. Mm-hmm. He should have just... He should just learn to be more aggressive on the on offensive boards and just yeah. He says he should have stopped trying to demand the ball and just go get your points. Yeah, like he used to.
Durability. Yes, and physical strength. Mm. Sure. He would never had the, you know, the his career would have been cut short because of the back issues. Trace, yeah. Trace McGrady with um, LeBron's um, longevity. Would Trace McGrady with anything. Yeah. The homie told me, he said, uh, AI with uh, a magic type would be crazy. I was like, that will be Trace McGrady. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh, that, that, hey, man. I'm, I'm just keeping it real. That will be Tracy McGrady. That's a crazy what if, man. Give Grant Hill uh, LeBron's longevity. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Man, look. I got one for y'all. What's, What's that? that? You give Anthony Bennett uh, Adam Morrison's uh, work ethic. Yeah, because if he had Adam Morris' work ethic, he wouldn't have been out of the league in three years. Hey, that, hey, that's real. That's real talk. If you would have had, look, Adam Morrison. That's real. Adam, Adam Morrison didn't pan out of the NBA, but you would never hear when he was with the Hornets or with the Lakers, anyone say that he was a slouch when nah. it comes to practice. Yeah, he was most definitely a hard Ooh. worker. Kenzie said, imagine if Magic had Ray Allen's jumper. Mm. <clears throat> Whoa. I do. I really want people to understand that Magic could score. Yes, when he, got, when he wanted to, he never got the opportunity to become a scorer. No, he just didn't have to. I mean, I'm talking about when he got to the point where he could have. We, you know, every time he needed to, he scored. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying like, the, like when we got too the, much. The oppor- <laughs> we got the opportunity to see him as Magic Johnson, the scorer, instead of like the oh. point guard. <laughs> it was already, you know, he had already did too much. I got one. I got one. What's that? Give Tim Duncan Dirk's shooting ability. Ooh. Give Tim Duncan the ability to shoot the three like Dirk. <clears throat> yeah, you'll be hit. That's a bad person right there. Yeah. That that that's mid nah. uh post and and the and the and the three. Time out. Imagine if you gave Shaq Dirk shooting. Oh man. Oh my God, yo, that would be crazy. <laughs> it'll, it'll look crazy too. Imagine if Houston would have made that trade and let Jordan. Next segment. Next segment. Next segment. Well, nah. Next segment. We can't talk about that right now. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a few more. There's a few what ifs that we're gonna talk about with that topic. Yo, that's crazy. If y'all have any what ifs, put in the comments. We'll read them. We'll read them on. On here while we're still here, but that's um, since we're talking draft. Charles Barkley with Anthony Davis height. Yo, I can't, I can't right now. That'd be crazy. I can't, I can't right now, man. They would have won ten championships. Charles Barkley is like six ten, six eleven. That would be insane. I, I can't right now. Oh that God. would be crazy. Oh my God, dude! Charles Barkley with Anthony imagine Davis's if, height. Imagine if Carmelo's in my team. Wow. <laughs> what if he had LeBron's work ethic? Mm. I got one. Give D Wade Ray Allen's jumper. Ooh. He'd still be the third best point. That's shooting guard. Well, yeah, but still. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Who's two star? Did he say He's better than better than Dwayne Wade. Not yet. Nah. He a better two guard than Dwayne Wade. I don't, even, I don't even look at James Harden as a two guard. I think it was, I don't look at him more as a point. But <clears throat> I don't know, B. I, I, I still gotta go with D Wade. Give uh, James Harden uh, Xavier McDaniel's toughness. 
Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. That, I, you know what? That is not a, that's not a bad idea because I guarantee you, Xavier McDaniel ain't flailing when he tried to draw, trying to draw fouls. He's you know basically what? give give James Harden um, Kawhi's defense. Mm. Mm. That would be crazy. That is insane. That would be crazy. I ain't heard Monte Ellis in a long time. And he was already a walking he'll still, yeah. he'll still be out the league. Nah, he wouldn't nah, be out the league. Nah, he, he wouldn't be out the, he, he the league at, um, at 6'11". No way. He wasn't out the league. Huh? I said he wasn't out the league now. Well, I mean, he he was a bucket. Well, the thing about Monte Ellis is Monte Ellis, he was one of those players that was ahead of his time. If he would have um, came into the league right now, he'd be like a – they'd have him as like – Nah, he, he would be higher than uh, C.J. McCollum. He would be like one of the better scoring guards in the league. He'd probably be at like hey, a. Hey, 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 imagine if Roy, uh, if Roy, had LeBron's longevity. Oh my God! <clears throat> I was just thinking about Gil too right now. Man, give Jason Williams a uh, Westbrook boosties. <laughs> oh my God! Give Westbrook uh, Curry shooting. Oh yeah, it's over. That's He'd still be a bad point guard. You know, no, no, no. I take that back. Give Westbrook. Chris Paul's basketball IQ. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's what I would mm. give Russell Westbrook. Kenzie said, "Give Luca Clay's jumper and Scotty's defense." Uh, he he already. He don't have Clay. Oh, he, he, he don't have Clay's Chris, jumper, but he got a jumper. He he has his own jumper. He don't have to worry about that. Uh, but give, so give him Scotty's defense. Um, I think he'd be cool with Patrick Beverly's defense. <laughs> like a football player? Yeah. Oh, wow. So let's so let's talk about some what ifs from the past with if since it's draft week. Um they would have won thirteen championships. Three years ago, NBA TV did a what if if rewriting the history books on certain drafts would it panned out a, a certain way. Let's start off with one story. The late great co- what's up, B fan? Then the Celtics be a, be They'd Basically, be better than the Bulls in the eight, in the eighties and probably in the nineties. Yeah, uh, I think he would have as many, but he would still have some. He have some, but I he, don't know he, 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 he would have he would have more competition. They would be they would have been his rivals. Yeah, most clearly. definitely. They would. They, it wouldn't have been that would have been the team that gave him problems every single year. That would have been the team he had to worry about who's, most definitely in the, in the postseason. Who, who was on that Boston team? Um, an aging bird, Mikael, and. Now, that would have helped Bird a lot too, because that Bird was already retired. Well, Bird was retired. When, 90. when, yeah, that's well, true. Ninety, ninety-one. 
Bias got drafted in '86, right? right. Yeah. So that would have helped. Uh, um, that would have helped the '80s. That's what I'm saying. So look, you would think about it like this. Six. This is what I'm saying. It would have helped Larry Bird as far as maybe he wouldn't. Um, his health would have went as bad as it did so fast. He said, Kenzie said, give it's, Greg it still would have been bad, but Jordan, Jordan still would have won. He said, give Greg Oden LeBron's longevity and, and Hakeem's moveset. Um, if you give uh, him uh, LeBron's longevity, you're seeing uh, DeAndre Ayton in the league. If y'all, if, and, and look, and this is real. If anybody wanted to see what Greg Oden would have been, watch DeAndre Ayton. That's most definitely the person that he would have, he would be. No. It's not. It's not the same because uh, there's been plenty of role players that played for a long time that still didn't make that. Um, I mean, look at um, Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas in the league for like twenty years. Yeah, and they're not Hall of Fame players. They were very good at what they did, but they weren't Hall of Fame players. Well, if he would have got Marcus Camby, Tim Duncan skill set, he would have been the Marcus Camby in UMass. Woo, man! Hey, hey. the one Iverson dunked on. Out twice. Ouch. Okay. So let's talk drafts. So the late great Kobe Bean Bryant was the 13th pick in the 96 draft. But what if he would have been the eighth pick by the New Jersey, now Brooklyn Nets? If John Calipari would have just pulled the trigger and drafted Kobe instead of taking Kerry Kittles. That means, and they eventually get Jason Kidd. Then they eventually get Vince Carter. Ooh, they wouldn't have got Vince Carter. And they would never leave New Jersey. Unless Jay-Z just eventually just talked to Kobe and said, look, we're going to Brooklyn. Um, Look, if it's crazy because so much in the NBA would have changed if that wouldn't have happened. How Kobe's career would have been. Um, I, obviously, he, no Shaq, no Phil Jackson. He won as one as many rings. No, no way. There's, there's no way that uh, he would have won as many rings as he won. Wow. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you because um, he was, he would. Then they would have to run into the Bulls the first couple. Well, yeah. he was still. He would have compared to him regardless. But uh, here, here's the whole thing. Um. If that would have happened, it would have been crazy because um, for the simple fact of over there with Jason Kidd would have been crazy. Kobe most definitely wouldn't have won as many rings because you got to think about it like this. The things that happened in Kobe's career also helped motivate him to become better. The whole thing with uh, Shaq leaving and them saying that he would never win without Shaq, that motivated him and turned him into the Mamba. I think that started before, though, when he wasn't playing like that as a rookie. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like everything that happened Four in his balls. career for air balls. Yeah, everything that happened in his career was kind of like a way to motivate him to become better. You know, every every little L that he took, he really took that, you know, he took it to heart and he made sure that he worked on it. You know, that's why a lot of people say um he's one of the more complete basketball players. I don't agree with that. But that's a whole different story for a whole different day. But um he's most definitely one of the greats. Um so another one. What if Minnesota did not take Johnny Flynn and they would have took one Wardell, Stephen Curry? They had back-to-back. Let me give you all how that draft went in 09. Blake Griffin went one. Hashim Tabit went two. James Harden was three. Tyreek Evans, four. Now, before you continue, uh, let's, let's, let's rewind back to that time for the people that were wondering 
who in the hell is uh, Hashim to beat. He was the Big East Defensive Player of the Year at UConn. He was averaging like almost six blocks per game. It he was, was seven three. He was a. Uh, it was ridiculous the amount of defense that he was able to play hmm. in college. It was it was unheard of. And it just didn't pan in the NBA. The first uh, lot of uh, top uh, top two pick to go to the G League. And then five was Ricky Rubio. Yes. So the the Timberwolves had back to back picks. So you have your your playmaking point guard in Ricky Rubio, and a lot of people were questioning Steph because he was small. Pause. Could he be a point guard? Was he a small shooting guard? And Minnesota took Johnny Flynn out of Syracuse. At the time, that didn't seem like a bad pick. It did. It do. It was. <clears throat> I look. Johnny Flynn had a nice yeah. run in the tournament in the Big East tournament. Okay, but yeah, exactly. It was okay. But Steph Curry, what he did at Davidson was, man. He was Davidson. And then they go, he falls to Golden State, which was the pick right before the Knicks, and they took Jordan Hill. You imagine if Steph Curry would end up in Minnesota. They had just drafted Kevin Love the year before. Rubio comes over in 2012. Then, obviously, you have, I don't know how, I still don't think they're probably a playoff team. They're a borderline playoff team. I don't think they get Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know if they get Wiggins. They would. They wouldn't have got to that point because, uh, well, for one thing, they still would have went through the uh, the Curry injury problems because, regardless, Good those point. those injury problems were going to happen. Good point. And to be honest, um, if he would have had those injury problems, probably over there in Minnesota, they probably would have traded him. Mm. I don't think uh, they're not an organization that in the past has shown patience, and compared to like a Golden State. Who, in all actuality, they really took a risk by making that uh, that Monte Ellis trade because at that time Monte Ellis was averaging like twenty five points a game. Sure was, and yeah. you know, and he was a, a lot of people were saying he was an all star snub. Mm-hmm. And you know, for you to trade away a player like that and basically say you believe in this in this point guard who's basically been hurt most of the time that Monte Ellis has been there, and you know, Monte Ellis is supposed to be their best player, and they've been saying all this time. That they that the team needs Stephen Curry to be healthy in order for them to make a run of anything, and Curry was always hurt, mm. and so for them to choose Curry right. over Monte Ellis, not big risk. Kenzie said, "What if Steph would have got drafted by the Knicks? That mean the Warriors would have to take Jordan Hill, then Steph being with the Knicks, that cap space in 2010 where they had Amari Stoudemire, then they traded for Melo. I don't think I don't think it would have went that far because <laughs> you still had Steph on a rookie deal, I, but Steph I don't think was still getting hurt." Yeah, yeah, I was about to say he was he was still getting hurt. Right. The, the I think the injuries would have happened regardless of what team he was on. Um, nobody expected Steph Curry to be as good as he was. People expect always expect him to be one of the greater shooters, but they didn't expect him to be having. I mean, a unanimous MVP, you know, three championships type of run within um, within his um, this part of his career. Nobody me, expected that. If means, they would have thought that, he would got most definitely got drafted higher. That means no Splash Brothers. No nah. championships, no. no MVPs, no Draymond, all that. What about if Scottie Pippen, if the Bulls did not trade for Scottie Pippen, Oof. and he ended up in Seattle? Um, the following year, they drafted Sean Kemp. Oh man! The year after that, they drafted GP. Oh man! Then they traded for Definite Shrimp. Um, Dell Ellis came back from De- San, from the Spurs. Dell De- Shrimp. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, it, by, them, <laughs> by them getting Scottie Pippen, do they? Uh, even though we saw what he did his first couple of years in the Bulls, do you think that the um that they still end up being that caliber of team to the point that they have to draft those to, um those players? 
at, at that position yes. where they are? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I still think they draft Sean Kemp. You can have him and Sean Kemp in the front court. Well, Sean, Sean Kemp was a um, was a later pick, so that that would be more. And then Gary Payton was the point guard. Like you can still draft. Him. What um what number was Gary Payton? Gary Payton was number was was the second pick in ninety ninety. Ninety. It was ninety so, or ninety one after he was. It was Derek Home, and then it was him. So you you still think the team would be uh would still be in the predicament to be uh drafted number two overall? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because we didn't the rookie uh, Pippen first couple of years wasn't. Wasn't wasn't the Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean and Sean Kemp. They, they didn't really need him to be that Pippen at that time. Who else was on their roster? Like I said, Della Shriff came later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Perkins. They mm-hmm. got Sam Perkins for Sedell three. But, but I'm saying is maybe David um, Wingate, Hersey Hawkins. Yeah. They, they get um Pippen over there and put him in a more advanced role earlier. So maybe his you know, maybe he doesn't get the same output off the off the um dribble. By the way, that their by the way, that defensive scheme would have been ridiculous. Yeah, the, GP, good, luck, good luck scoring. GP or or Scottie Pippen, pick your poison. Good luck. And then another one. So, and that question is: Gilbert Arenas want to score with him? Wouldn't have scored. I said he would have. Whatever. What would have happened with the Bulls if Scottie went to went to state in Seattle? They draft Olden Polonese. They probably end up finding somebody else that can play a similar role and probably win like three or four, maybe not six. I mean, no, at the t- you got to think well, about it. They got Ron Harper to play like the uh, Jordan type of role before Jordan came back. Well, he, he they, got, they, got, they got Ron Harper to replace Jordan. So but, so all that, that, that would have been different too. But you think about when Ron Harper went to the Bulls, he was not Ron Harper, young Ron Harper. The Ron Harper we saw in the 80s in Cleveland, the old video of Ron Harper in Cleveland. And the that, Ron Harper with the Clippers. He went, yeah, he was pretty much already <laughs> – in decline then, and when he went to the Bulls, he was basically a defensive point guard, a 6'6 point guard playing defense. He wasn't the Ron Harper with the Clippers that was a high fly or, or Cleveland that was a high flyer. They didn't need him to. And he would, and I don't know if he would have been that in the if they would have traded for him in the mid 80s or late 80s or 90s. Another one, what if Cle- what if Chris Webber actually didn't get traded to Golden State for Penny and it's him and Shaq in Orlando? Penny is in Golden State with Tim Hardaway. Why wouldn't it work? Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You, gotta, you really got to put this in perspective. Imagine a power forward with the, the skill set that Chris Webber had with Shaq. So was Chris Webber. Chris Webber forced his way out of Golden State after, after, Chris after Webber, a rookie. Look, Chris Webber wasn't no wasn't no Robin. That dude was a he was an alpha. I can't stand Chris Webber, but I'm not. But him and Shaq would have been crazy. That's all I gotta say. Would it have been as exciting with him and, as him and Penny? Probably not. But so they you, still would have been a good team. So you think about that. So, oh, we definitely talked about that one in the past, Kenzie. What if Carmelo would have got drafted by the Pistons? Well, I sent. Well, I, I already know where I y'all know where I stand on that. I still think if they draft the Carmelo, they win. It, they win the championship. They can win the championship. Yeah, would have won a championship. I'm looking at something else. Ron Harper was still putting up good numbers. Um, he was putting up good numbers with the Clippers. Oh no, I'm talking about um, right before he went up over there. That literally the year he went to the Bulls, he went from averaging 20 to seven. He didn't have to, yeah, because they got this. Jordan came back, and then um, yeah, you you thought you were gonna be the scoring so, um, guard over here. So let me straight. So you get play defense. You get Penny and Golden State with 
Tim Hardaway, and Chris Mullen. That would have been crazy. But you got Shaq in Orlando with Chris Webber, Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott, Scott <laughs> Skiles. They're still they're still missing that. Was Mitch Richmond there still? He was in Sacramento already. He was already in Sacramento. So you'd have had Penny at the two. Yep. By the way, that was a crazy – that was a what if there. I, I don't remember if I brought it up with y'all. <clears throat> I, did, I, did, I think I did. Patrick Ewing said that he – when he was a free agent – I don't hydrate like everyone else because I'm not everyone else. They drink what they're told to drink. I drink what helps me rehydrate and recover. Pedialyte Sport because it works, and so do I. Pedialyte Sport, hydration beyond the hype. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. He almost decided to go to Golden State and team up with Run TMC. Who said that? Patrick Ewing. That would be crazy. <clears throat> still the one. I was say, I don't think they still would have won anything. They wouldn't have won nothing. They showed him the fun to watch, though. Yeah. For like, yeah. For like about two years. But then there's the, all, the greatest what if of all time. What if the Houston Rockets traded Ralph Sampson to the Chicago Bulls for the third pick in the 84 draft, which turned out to be Michael Jeffrey Jordan? So the Houston Rockets would have had Jordan that first time they went to the finals? Yeah. That they would have won. Jordan with Hakeem Olajuwon would have been the most insane. They would have been a super team on their own. That would have been done. That would, it would have been over. League would have been over. Yeah. If, if, look, if that team that won at least 10 championships, it would have been a, a sorry team. <laughs> and just imagine, they, they eventually get Kenny Smith. They, they draft Sam Cassell. They wouldn't have needed him. <laughs> they wouldn't have mattered. I don't think they get Ori because Ori was a lottery pick, so they would have been too good to get – they traded for Kenny Smith. Remember, they could have had us out there. And then what? And let's just say at our at our age when that trade was made, right now, yeah, for real. No, like at one, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and they still would they still the one. How about this? Just 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 to add some more substance to 13 it. Thirteen championships. Every everybody stay healthy. Yeah. What if they actually still did the Clyde Drexler Otis Storm trade, and then you had Akeem Jordan and Clyde? You would have had Clyde come off the bench. And Tracy Murray. Whoa. You wouldn't have Clyde coming off the bench? No, you would have had Clyde at the three. You would have had Clyde at the three. Oh, yeah, you ain't on. Yeah, for real, huh? You had a starting five of Kenny's. Of, of, who was the point guard? Sam Cassell was starting point guard, right? Mm-hmm. Cassell, MJ, Clyde, Ori, yeah. and Akeem. And I imagine they still at the end still get. Uh, and then the bench would have been Vernon Maxwell, Matt Bullard. And they still get Patrick. I'm not saying Patrick. Uh, uh, Charles Barkley towards the end of the career. You would have had Charles. Look, imagine if you would have got Charles Barkley um, still up over there at um, at Houston with with them still over there. That would have been crazy. Charles Barkley, fifteen championships. <laughs> they would have dominated the eighties and the nineties. That's not even right. Yeah, they would have dominated two eras. That would have been crazy. And it was possible. Extremely possible. It was possible. That would have been. The Bulls crazy. got offers for the third pick. Yo, that's crazy. And and according to um. The guy who wrote the book about the tra- about the possible trade, they said all they would have took was Ralph Sampson. 
Ralph Sampson for the third pick. Basically, Ralph Sampson for Michael Jordan. Ralph Sampson was tall as hell. And he was good. He was good. Yeah. <clears throat> you said what? No, they wouldn't have. They no, they wouldn't have. Not when Ralph, not not Ralph Sampson. Not when Ralph Sampson. Ralph Sampson was real. Hold but on. Ralph, and, before and, the injuries, Ralph Sampson was nice. And Orlando Woodward uh, over there. Yeah. yeah home, 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 home. Let's slow yeah. down now. I mean, look. <laughs> look, Ralph Sampson was part of the reason why they went to the, uh, what you call it, too. Don't, hold on. Don't sleep. And Rudy T was the coach. Exactly. Hold on. They was, they was, they was pretty good. But what? But, but you know what? A what if? What was a more crazier what if than that? And Mark brought it up some months ago. What's that? That there was a real possibility that Shaq would have signed with the '96 Bulls. That wouldn't have mattered. Did you just hear what he just said? Shaq. Shaq in '96. There was a possibility of him joining the Bulls. Him, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, and Jordan. Ron Harper. And Ron Harper. Tony Kukoc. Luke Long. They're going 82-0. Somebody, Robin, is Robin already over there? Yes. He signed the contract. Joined, Shaq joined in the 72-10 and 10 Bulls, B. Somebody yeah. Yeah, what yeah. yeah, if? Yes, it would have. It was some other reason why it didn't happen. It wasn't because of money reasons. Yeah, some, yeah. Somebody, somebody. Not, I mean, even he wouldn't then, need to. They wouldn't need to. They could have. They could have afforded him. Remember, Scotty. You saw the last dance. Scotty signed that that crappy contract. Yeah, he signed a horrible contract. They went seventy two and ten. If they had Shaq, they probably went eighty four and zero. And it's only eighty two games. <laughs> he, I know. Yeah, they probably got undefeated in the po- in the playoffs. <laughs> that would have been the greatest team we ever seen Shaq, in sports. Shaq and Jordan. and Shaq said it was possible. Shaq and Jordan. Bro, Shaq Jordan for three years, they probably wouldn't have lost him. I think Jordan would have played more more than three years if Shaq, Shaq would have camp over Jordan there. and and then and then obviously Jordan goes into being the elder statesman, and then Shaq is starting to dominate. Imagine you getting ninety nine to two thousand one Shaq over there with see the Bulls, and, then, and that was good trade Pippen for McGrady. That show was true. Who was better than Kobe during that time? And then Phil doesn't retire. You got Shaq and Jordan in the triangle. You got young Shaq and then prime Shaq in the triangle with Michael Tr- And And with Scottie Pippen. With Scottie Pippen. And then the possibility of Tracy McGrady. Scottie Pippen for Tracy McGrady. I'm about to go play 2K. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's. I'm about to go put these people on the team. Hey, look. Now, now imagine if Shaq would have stayed in Orlando and they still would have been able to get Grant Hill. And all the other, everything else would have happened. And Tim Duncan? And T-Mac? And T-Mac? And you don't and, – and obviously, even though Penny had the injuries, he's just basically a point – he's just basically a point guard. That's cool. That team would have been crazy. Yo, imagine – just imagine Shaq and Tim Duncan on the same team. That ain't even fair. Yo, how do you –
Oregon. Mm. Yeah, he's pretty good. Mm. Chris Doherty from Oregon. I mean, they only. I mean, they 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 already got Lamelo. They got Miles Bridges. Um, <laughs> they don't need a point guard though. They don't need a point guard. They need a shooting guard. The Spurs got twelve. Uh, the Spurs are twelve. The Pacers are thirteen. I and think the, Sharif Cooper going to the Spurs. Okay, that looks like a Spurs type of uh, pick. So let's go there. So. So we got the Spurs. You got Sharif Cooper going to the Spurs. Thirteen. Yes. We got the Pacers. Um, <clears throat> who's that guard? Brogdon. I can see him drafting. Uh, 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 what you call it, little brother? Who's uh, going twelve? Donovan Mitchell. Danion Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin Baylor. And then the the Warriors have the fourteenth pick. Trade. Um, number thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. We got Davion Mitchell going to port, going to the Pacers, and then fourteen. That's the Warriors' last pick. That's the Warriors' second pick. I think Jalen Johnson. Mm. Go ahead, yeah, from Duke. Unfortunately, yeah. So we'll recap that next week. Mm-hmm. Where did Jalen Green go? He went to the. Jalen Green went number two. Oh, okay. All right, so. <clears throat> we need to recap 13, 14, and 15. What's, what's 15? I know the, the lottery thing is the first 14, I think. It's through 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lottery is the first, first 14. It's first 14. We need 13 and 14. So 13, Davion Mitchell going to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And then Jalen Johnson from Duke going to the Warriors. Yeah, and we round that on up. So now... That sounds that, yeah. That sounds alright. That's that's not too bad. Okay. We'll post that. We'll post that on uh, for everybody to see later. We'll post that on our on the, on our Facebook and Instagram account. So I think it's that time. All right. Which time is that? I mean, you know what time it is. All right. The segment that's often duplicated, never duplicated. Yeah. All right. Young Dolly's favorite uh, segment. Let's not. All right. Let's do this as we can on now. It's time for calling our names. I'm gonna lead this off. I'm going. It's time to go hard or go home. Mm-hmm. Huh? Awesome. I'm gonna start first with Joe Varden. Mm-hmm. Writer for the Athletic. So they addressed the – so Team USA is doing media, and he's interviewing JaVel McGee. He asks JaVel McGee, is your mother still with us? For those who don't know who JaVel McGee's mother is, Pam McGee, Hall of Famer. Savage beast. USC legend. Man. And if JaVel McGee gets a gold medal, he'll be, they'll be the first mother and son to ever have gold – both win gold medals. And Joe mm-hmm. Varden asked – him, it, I don't know this. Is your mother still with us? He lucky he didn't get punched on. I'm gonna be honest. I I, I would have. The interview would ended very fast. I, I would got kicked <laughs> off a Team USA. Mm. He, I think he handled it right though. He did. He said that was the stupidest question I've ever heard. Yeah. So, Javale McGee's a better person than me. He next sure person. Next person. Next calling out names for Black Twitter. Uh oh. I saw too much. I get annoyed by these whole appreciation posts. And I saw a lot of that after the finals. All oh, this Malika Andrews appreciation post. This Maria Taylor appreciation post. Let's just appreciate the fact that they we don't have to post on Twitter that they did a great job. We know they did a good job. It's annoying. Annoying. Next.
Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.